Welcome to the LFC Podcast, where our mission is to make, deploy, and multiply mature and equipped Christ followers. We're grateful for this opportunity to bring you a message of hope, healing, and life transformation today. Enjoy the message. Listen, I'm super excited because last week, Pastor kicked us off in a new series called Horizon. Someone say Horizon. Man, wasn't that so good? It was so good. Don't tell me you already forgot. Don't tell me. Man, it was so good. He challenged us to get a hold of vision, right, and purpose. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you what, like all through the week, I kept thinking about this past week's sermon, the, the sermon that Pastor gave, and he quoted, he quoted a missionary, and his name was C.T. Stud. And I was thinking, like, man, me and this dude, we got a lot in common. His name starts with C, my name starts with C. Yeah, you know, that was a terrible joke. <laughs> They're cringing right now. Like, uh, I don't know what to do. It's so bad. I'm really, truly becoming a dad, right? <laughs> Seriously, though, this, this missionary, he, he summarized purpose. It was so good. Check this out. He said, only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Man, can I tell you, that right there is an eternal perspective, isn't it? That's an eternal perspective. In other words, the way that we live here on earth, what we do here, it has an impact on eternity. Do you believe that? It does. That stuck with me. That stuck with me. But, but that, that leads us right into where we left off last week. We were in Genesis chapter 12. We're going to hang out in Genesis chapter 13. Are you ready to break this scripture down? Genesis chapter 13, starting in verses 1 through 4, says, So Abram, someone say Abram. Abram went up from Egypt to the Negev with his wife and everything that he had. And Lot, someone say Lot. Lot went with him. Lot is the nephew of Abram, okay? Verse two, Abram, he had become very wealthy in livestock and in silver and gold. From the Negev, he went from place to place until he came to Bethel. To the place between Bethel and Ai, where his tent had been earlier, and where he had first built an altar. There, Abram called on the name of the Lord. And I just want to summarize the next few verses here. But, but we see in the next few verses that Abram and Lot, they had so much wealth between the two of them. Okay, they had, like, it was, it was crazy. They had so much wealth that the land could not support them both. Imagine that, like, that's a lot, right? So much, so much livestock. It, it was getting so crowded that their herdsmen, they were starting to fight each other. 
like it was it was crowded so so Abram he's like yo Lot this is getting a little too cray all right let's do this let's do this you choose the land the territory that you want any section take what you want and I take what's left you understand you following with me you take the section of the land that you want, you pick first, and I'll take what's left. Follow with me in verse 11. It says, so Lot, someone say Lot. Lot chose for himself the whole plain of the Jordan and set out toward the east. The two men parted company. Abram lived in the land of Canaan, while Lot lived among the cities of the plain and pitched his tents near Sodom. Verse 13. Now the people of Sodom were wicked and were sinning greatly against the Lord. Oh man, I hope you're ready for this. This is about to preach, okay? Listen here. Lot is on a trajectory, and it is tragic. It is tragic. He is making choices in the flesh for the flesh, right? Listen, you, you have to understand that the land that Lot picked, right? Remember, Abram was like, you pick what land you want and I'll take what's left. You have to understand the land that Lot picked, Sodom, someone say Sodom, it was an ancient city where rebellion against God was the norm. It was normal. They rebelled against God. We just read it in the scriptures that they were wicked. They were wicked people. They sinned greatly against the Lord. Listen, this is how bad it was, okay? Eventually, in chapter two, it got so bad that God was like, I've had enough of this. And he rained down sulfur and fire and he destroyed the city. It was bad. Someone say, man, that's bad. That is bad. That is bad. Can I tell you that sounds a lot like the culture that we live in today? First John chapter two, verse 15, it says, do not love the world or anything in the world. Someone say, don't do it. If anyone loves the world, the love for the Father is not in them. Sheesh. For everything in the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, the pride of life comes not from the Father, but from the world. And we see here in Genesis 13, 12, it says that Lot pitched his tent towards Sodom. Wicked people, sinning greatly against God. See, Lot had a choice. He had a choice. 
but he chose temporary things over eternal things. Didn't he? He chose a place where he and his family, they're gonna have direct view of the city every single day. Every day, their eyes, their eyes would be seeing Sodom. Every day, their ears would be hearing Sodom. Every day, the atmosphere of Sodom would pass by their tent as people would come to and from there. It's called pitching your tent. He pitched his tent towards Sodom. And you have to understand that there are consequences when you pitch your tent towards Sodom. Because eventually, you're gonna get there. You're gonna get there. In chapter 13, he is in his tent and he's facing Sodom. Flip the page in chapter 14, and him and his family, they are living there. They're living there in Sodom. And you know, I bet, I bet if we were to ask a lot, like, what, what, dude, why are you living in Sodom? They're wicked people there, man. They, they, they sin greatly against God. Why, why would you live there? You know what? I bet that he would have an excuse. You know it. He'd have a reason. He'd have a reason, right? Oh, well, you know, there are some, there's some great advantages of living in Sodom. Right? There's great advantages of, of living in the city like Sodom. You know, it's advanced. I've been wandering around the desert with my Uncle Abe. You know, this is, this is just a really good choice for my future. It's a good choice for, for my family, right? It, it's gonna be good, man. Don't we do that? Oh, that won't affect us at all. If you pitch your tent towards Sodom, you're gonna get there. You're gonna get there. You know, it, it, one thing, it's one thing to be in a place where you know, you, you're walking along and you see something and you're like, oh my, that's terrible. That, no, 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 that, that's, that's not good. That's not good. But you know, when you've been in the environment for so long, eventually you see something like that again and you don't even, you don't even go, oh, that's horrible. You know what you do? You say, oh, whatever. The world's gonna do what the world's gonna do. Can I tell you, that is not an eternal mindset. It's not. Man. Interestingly enough, Peter, he refers to Lot as righteous Lot. What? Righteous Lot, 
His soul was vexed day after day because of the wickedness that was around him, right? He lived in Sodom. It's hard to believe that he's referred to this as righteous law, but the Bible says it, so I believe it, right? But he was tormented by what he saw. Can you imagine? He was tormented by what he saw. I gotta tell you though, his wife and his daughters, they weren't too tormented. No, they weren't. See, Lot, he pitched his tent. He pitched his tent towards Sodom, facing Sodom. Then he lived in Sodom. And you know what happened? He became lukewarm in Sodom. He became so comfortable and so desensitized to the perversion of the city, check this, that eventually he offered up his daughters to be abused by the men there. What happened to you, Lot? Well, he pitched his tent towards Sodom. He could no longer discern between what was right and what was wrong. Sodom corrupted his judgment. Sodom, it it captured his wife's affection. When When you pitch your tent towards Sodom, you lose discernment. When you pitch your tent towards Sodom, you become insensitive to the Holy Spirit. Man, I don't want that. It consumed his children. It consumed his kids. When you pitch toward your tent towards Sodom, it's gonna affect your kids. It's gonna affect your kids. You know, when eventually God, he had enough. He had enough and he destroyed the city and Lot lost everything. Remember, he was wealthy. Remember? He lost everything all because he pitched his tent towards Sodom. Someone say, but Abram. But Abram, Abraham was the complete opposite of Lot. Complete opposite. He wasn't as concerned about his earthly inheritance as much as his heavenly one, right? Let's look here. Let's let's look at verse three. It says, from the Negev, they continued traveling by stages toward Bethel. And they pitched their tents between Bethel and Ai, right? So, So here's Abraham. Abram, he's the leader of the pack, right? And he pitched their tents between Bethel over here and Ai, right? Bethel, which is in Canaan, right? In Canaan, it means house of God. And Ai, it means House of ruins. So right smack dab in the middle. God sent him there. He sent him here because he is about to give Abraham 
all of the land. All the land. He made a promise. God said, Abram, I'm going to bless you. I'm going to bless your family. You're going to own this land. Can I tell you that we are too right smack dab in the middle? We are. We pitched our tent toward Bethel, the house of God, but Ai, the house of ruins, is right behind us. Listen, how many of you know that we are not of this world, but we certainly live in this world, right? This is not our permanent residence, but it is our current residence. Jesus said in the book of John, he said that he is sending us into the world. Come on, poke your neighbor and say, he's sending you. Why? So that the world might believe. God's plan to affect culture, every direction, every generation is through the church, the body of Christ. That's you and me. Jesus is the answer, but he's saying, hey, I'm sending you. You're the answer. So what's on the horizon? What's on the horizon? Well, look, look point, point at your eyeballs. Point at your eyeballs. You're not all you're pointing to your eyeballs. Yeah. Look. If you look with your natural eye, our city has a lot in common with Sodom. It does. It's becoming the center of deprivation. It has, it has an environment of lostness, pain, empty pursuits. Listen, as of right now, Allen County and the counties that surround us, there are 434 children in foster care for the year. In 2022, Allen County Children's Services investigated more than 900 reports of abuse and neglect. Oh God. Over 15% of our population is below poverty level. Assault, birth, rape, theft rates are all above the national average. Come on, are you getting this? In 2021, there were 122 abortions in Allen County alone. Dear God, Lima Samaritan House serves over 250 homeless and or abused women and children each year. Prostitution, sex trafficking, gambling, witchcraft, gender confusion. Man, it sounds a lot like Sodom. But you know, I think that the horizon looks a lot different when we see things the way that God sees them. Come on, I'm convinced that our city is a place where life can flourish and his instrument is the church. It's the church. As a matter of fact, 
we have five foster families at LFC. Come on. We see, we see 10 to 15 foster children come through our doors each, each at a time. LFC financially supports uh, our daily bread who provides a hot meal and the word of God every day Monday through Friday. Heartbeat of Lima has our heart. Wiccan, maybe you can testify that God has revealed exposure to witchcraft in your life and he has redeemed you from it. Man, come on, can someone shout? Man, many more can testify that the Holy Spirit has convicted you of gambling and you're stepping towards freedom. Come on, thank you, Jesus. Within the past few weeks, we've seen clarity and freedom come to one of our students who was struggling with gender confusion. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. We have to align ourselves with God's mission. We have to close the gap between our current reality and God's vision for Lima and our region. It's a vision of wholeness in every direction, in every generation. How, how does that happen? How, how, do, how do we do this? How does this happen? We have to pitch our tent and claim the territory. Proverbs 14, 11, it says, the house of the wicked will be overthrown. It'll be overthrown, but the tent of the upright will flourish. Man, can I tell you, it would be really easy, you know, just to, just to pop, pop up a tent real quick. It would, it would be so easy just to pop up a tent real fast, and, and you know, it would probably be a solution real quick, right? But can I tell you that God, he is calling us to pitch our tents? Come on, he's calling us to pitch our tents, and can I tell you, that takes some time, that takes some talent, and that takes some treasure. It does. He's calling us to pitch our tent. Come on, can someone give me a shout? He's calling us to pitch our tent. Paul tells us in 1 Corinthians 15, he said, stand firm. Stand firm, hold your ground. Don't be shaken, be strong and immovable. So what do we do? We pitch our tents right in the middle, in the middle of Lima, in the middle, the, the middle of Lima in the house of God. We drive our stakes into the ground and we claim this territory for Jesus. We claim it. This land has been marked. It's been marked. God, he has staked his claim over Lima, Ohio, and he is the, th the authority, and he has given us authority to do his work. Look at this. Genesis 13, 12. It says, so Abram settled in the land of Canaan, 
Unpack your bags, church. Set your stakes. Let's take some territory. Thank you so much for tuning in to the message. If you desire to grow deeper in your faith, we want to help you. Text the word GROW to 419-495-6802. You can also stay up to date on everything coming up by checking out limafirst.church and hitting the events tab. Lastly, make sure you hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any future LFC content. We'll see you next time.